We're getting ready for the emotional ups and downs of the holidays. We have a grease counselor, right? And exacting cool, cool revenge. This is payback time. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, November 16th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Recording Academy unveiled its nominees for the 65th Annual Grammy Awards yesterday, and Beyoncé and her latest album Renaissance lead the pack with nine nominations, while her husband Jay-Z received three. In doing so, Beyoncé has officially tied her husband for the title of Most Nominated Artist in Grammy's History at, get this, 88 nods each. That is astounding. Other nominees hot on Beyonce's heels are Kendrick Lamar with eight nominations, Brandi Carlile and Adele with seven apiece, and Mary J. Blige, Future, and Harry Styles each with six. Taylor Swift also notably nabbed noms for a song of the year and best music video for her 10-minute track All Too Well and its accompanying short film featuring Stranger Things star Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien, which Swift wrote and directed. By the way, her latest album, Midnight's, was not released during the eligibility window, so look for that one to score some nods at the 2024 ceremony. Other notable 2023 nominations include Viola Davis in the spoken word category, which puts her one step closer to an EGOT. The Grammy Awards will take place at Los Angeles' Crypto.com Arena on Sunday, February 5th, and will air on CBS and Paramount+. You can check out the list of nominees at EW.com. Candace Cameron Bure won't be making the Yuletide gay anytime soon. The Full House alum and former Hallmark star told the Wall Street Journal that her new tenure at the Great American Family Channel will include a slate of Christmas movies that won't focus on LGBTQ love stories. When asked if same-sex couples would appear as leads in GAF's upcoming TV film projects, Bure said, quote, I think that Great American Family will keep traditional marriage at the core. Representatives for Beret did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. Many in Hollywood criticized Beret's comments, including Jojo Siwa, who made headlines over the summer after she called Beret the rudest celebrity she's ever met. Siwa said Beret's stance is, quote, rude and hurtful to a whole community of people, while actress Hillary Burton called Great American Media Chief Executive Bill Abbott disgusting and said the move signifies them, quote, openly admitting their bigotry. For more on these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. All right, folks, warm up some hot chocolate and get those Christmas lists ready because Santa Claus is coming back to town for our number three pick, The Santa Clauses. In the festive new Disney Plus series, Tim Allen reprises his role as the jolly gift giver, but only to pass the candy cane to the next guy. As we hear in the trailer, Scott Calvin is ready to hang up the red suit for good. Attention, everyone. Santa has an announcement to make. For the good of Christmas. For the good of my family. I, Santa Claus, have decided to retire. We have a grease counselor, right? 
you're interviewing, you become Santa Claus. Yes. Can't wait to rub this in Brady's face. All I do is... Give us your best ho, ho, ho. Oh, okay. Here we go. Ho, 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 Omaha! Ho, Omaha! You see that? I called a little audible there. Anyhow, thanks so much. I sing, by the way. <laughs> no, Brady can sing. Yep, that is Peyton Manning going for the role of New Santa. And now I think we need to hear a caroling contest between Manning and Tom Brady. Anyway, the first two episodes of The Santa Clauses are streaming now on Disney+. Plus. It's trivia time! Though Tim Allen's portrayal of Scott Calvin, aka Santa, is now synonymous with 90s holiday nostalgia, there were several other actors up for the role. So which former Saturday Night Live star turned down the original Santa Claus movie? Was it Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, or Rob Schneider? Stick around for the answer. ever thought to yourself, what are the absolute limits my body could reach? What are the coldest temperatures I could endure? Yeah, no, me neither. But that's exactly what Marvel star Chris Hemsworth is up to discovering in his new Disney Plus docuseries and our number two pick today, Limitless. The six-part series, which was created by Darren Aronofsky, watches Hemsworth explore the potential of the human body by working closely with scientists and other experts to discover ways to reduce stress, maximize performance, and reverse the aging process. You have my attention. In an EW-exclusive clip, Hemsworth's famous siblings, Liam and Luke, join him for a chilly dip in some Arctic waters. Have a listen. All my brothers and my friends have done so far is life at me. So this is payback time. Ross says that each blast of the cold will help tame my reactions. And here's another kind of Arctic torture. My brothers and I, we love a bit of pointless competition. So, we're going all in. Hey, let's go, fellas. Let's do it. I've got to keep using my muscles in the cold and maintain that coordination. I tried it anyway. <laughs> And according to Ross, repeating these doses should eventually break the body's resistance to the cold. Ah, nothing like potential hypothermia for family bonding, which, by the way, they also do shirtless, so you might want to watch that clip at EW.com. Meanwhile, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth is streaming now on Disney+. Plus. All right, don't go take an ice bath just yet or pause to do anything else. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. 
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Our number one pick today has us looking for some answers. The Masked Singer is new tonight, and we can't wait to know who will be unmasked following George Clinton's reveal as Gopher and George Foreman's reveal as Venus Flytrap last week. In this sneak peek clip, Ken Jong ponders who might be behind Snowstorm's mask. Are you guys picking up on any clues? You know, I like it said that Snowstorm worked with Rob Lowe and me. So first of all, it, it, I thought about Heather Graham my friend from The Hangover, and also worked with Rob Lowe in the Austin Powers movies. But then this voice is so good. It could be Parks and Rec star Katherine Hahn. I starred with her on The Goods. She is one of the best comedic and dramatic actors working today. And then the Roasting Chestnuts could be from Bad Mom's Christmas. Ooh. I think this Ooh. could be Ooh. Katherine Hahn. Thank you for not booing. Uh, Katherine Hahn, is that you? If so, can you sing us a tune as Agatha Harkness? Uh, we need more Agatha in our lives. Plus, Drew Carey and John Lovitz are expected to make an appearance for Comedy Roast Night, so we're looking forward to plenty of laughs along with the music on tonight's episode of The Masked Singer at 8 p.m. on Fox. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which former SNL star turned down the role of Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus before it went to Tim Allen? Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, or Rob Schneider? Who you gonna call? Bill Murray. The actor reportedly didn't think the movie's humor fit with his own. And by the way, this is kind of a trick question because Chevy Chase was also offered the role, but he was unable to do it due to scheduling conflicts. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written and produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, edited by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.